teaching dance. Teaching is learning. If you're not discovering in the process, then something's missing. Contemporary modern dance training is distinct terrain. The culture of the classroom includes the tone of community interaction, the mind, in quotes, of the room, including instructor, dancers, and musicians. Teachers view emerging work from various angles encompassing historical perspective and anatomical accuracy. You learn dancing through dancing and dance making, cultivating both discipline and adventurousness. Developing movement skills through technique and improvisation, coupled with original creative work, teaches agency. Empowerment is central in the unfolding of a dance artist. Partnered work brings a gradual sense of safety and intimacy with self and other for a diverse group of beginners as well as for professionals. Writing and speaking about dance shapes students' aesthetics and their confidence. For some, teaching is natural. For others, it takes considerable practice. Often, the more you know, the harder it is to break something down step by step for others. Understanding what's a manageable bite while keeping the flow of a class moving helps you build from one class to another. Time and timing are reflected in breath, voice, and body. Avoid a chaotic rushing through of material and a judgmental atmosphere. Conveying clarity and confidence allows students to explore and to feel supported and challenged in their process. Knowing yourself is the first step to good teaching. It's important to clarify what you value and also to remain responsive to change and discovery. Poet Robert Frost writes, no surprise in the writer, no surprise in the reader. The same is true in teaching, allowing what's happening in the moment to inform the trajectory of your plan keeps everyone engaged. As you recognize default body preferences around timing and movement vocabulary, you also notice areas of avoidance. Maintaining inclusive attention offers awareness of what's happening in your body as you work with someone else. Your main job is to get out of your own way as you share material. You never know what someone else is thinking or experiencing. When leading a class, you want to notice cues, but also trust that the dancing itself has power and impact. Modeling what you are saying conveys information without words. It's easy to get distracted by how you think people are responding. In fact, it's less about you and more about what you are teaching, letting the content flow through your moving body. Perception includes projection. The brain sorts information through association with past experience. Projecting your history and associations on students will occur. That's how the brain sorts information. As you teach for several years, students will remind you of other students and it's natural to link one with the other, but also realize that each person is distinct you may not know as much as you think you know about a person's life or motivations. It's easy to project onto others your own insecurities. They are angry, they don't like me, 
Practicing discernment involves knowing what's you and what's them. Matching the form and the context of exploration creates a living artistry. Some dances require particular skills such as endurance, powerhouse dancing, inversions, bravery and partnering, delicacy and gestural detail, rhythmic specificity, humor or transparency. Any noun or adjective you can imagine is a possibility. Recognizing what individuals need and avoiding unrealistic expectations empowers dancers to find their fullest range of expression. To do heel, foot, and ankle foot. 15 minutes. Teaching correct foot alignment provides the foundation for effective dancing. Learning the names of the seven tarsal bones and their unique shapes helps makes them friendly, familiar, family. Heel foot, AKA landing foot. Seated on the floor, hold one foot comfortably. Talus, touch the front and back of your ankle and find the talus between the shin bones. The talus is the primary articulating bone of your ankle involved in flexing and extending your foot. As the keystone of the ankle, the talus transfers the weight of the body to the foot. Calcaneus, touch your heel bone. It's large like a doorknob, traveling from the back of your body forward in the front of your plumb line. Explore its shape. Move it with your fingers and notice how it steers the toes from behind. The calcaneus thrusts the force of walking toward your toes. It is essential for leverage, grounding the heel to propel a jump or walking stride. Cuboid. On the outside of your foot, walk your fingers forward from the calcaneus to about a thumb's distance in front of the outer bump of your ankle, your outer malleolus. The cuboid is a squarish bone in the hollow. It connects two outer metatarsals, the long bones levering out to your fourth and fifth toes. Collectively, this sequence of bones is your heel foot or landing foot. Take a walk with attention to the landing foot. As you move, spread your foot wide and release any tension. Like a float plane or pontoon boat, let these bones land and spread the weight of your body on the surface of the earth. Repeat on the other foot. Ankle foot, push off foot. Navicular, start again at front center of the ankle, talus. Walk your fingers forward on the big toe side to find the navicular, the navigator or bridge of the foot. It's often the highest bone of the arch and might rub against the top of a new shoe. Forming a broad arch, Feel the top and bottom surfaces with your fingers. Cuneiforms, first, second, and third. From the navicular or bridge, walk your fingers forward toward the three cuneiforms that are squarish bones, connecting to the first three long metatarsals, which form joints with the first, second, and third toes. Circle the toes. There are two bones in the big toe, in all the others. Stand, then walk, run, or jump, feeling the push-off foot in action, giving spring and buoyancy to your movement.
Repeat on the other foot. Imagine an X from big toe pad to outer heel, little toe pad to inner heel of each foot, integrating the whole. Breathe deeply. Imagine the breath traveling down to your feet. Extending your range by Janine Durning. 20 minutes. Dancing across the floor, legs to front spine. Initiate moving by throwing one leg in space. Cycle the energy from your standing leg up through your spine to direct the intention out through the expressing leg, the one being thrown. Try this in several passes. Swing the leg by connecting through center to your standing leg. Integrate the expressing leg to your front spine. Continue connecting to the floor to initiate the next toss. Thinking of the standing leg each time. Do the same with your arms. Initiate through one or both arms while connecting the arms to your front spine and your base to the floor. Extend through your fingers and toes and eyes and your head and tail as you throw. Falling on your face. Fall forward to set yourself in motion across the floor. This requires overriding the protective reflex to hold your head and shorten your back. Releasing your head and body forward and trusting that your feet and pelvis will come along for support. Try this with a partner in front of you, supporting your arms. Extend your range of comfort while being assisted. To write, teaching, dancing. One hour. Let's investigate your relationship to teaching. Write about one gift or resource you bring to the classroom and one edge of fear. Write for 10 minutes, then add one area of curiosity or inquiry that might increase your skills or comfort. Reflect on your teaching lineage. Mentally invite your favorite teachers into the conversation. Where did you learn to teach? Who do you consider your mentors or best role models for teaching? How do you convey specifics of movement without oversimplifying or codifying methodology? What do you consider the most important values to convey in a class? Create a lesson plan and teach a technique class to a group. What are your skills for sequencing a progression of healthful and dynamic movement? Practice working with recorded music or giving clear cues to a musician. How do you communicate respect for musicianship through your interactions? How do your ideas about teaching and the actual experience intertwine? Lots of thought-provoking issues to write about. I hope you enjoy this session and God bless you.